we will be reading from the gospel account of St. John. As I find the chair, it is chapter 14. We're going to begin reading in verse 15 and reading through verse 20. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I apologize. Uh, Like I said, there's not a misprint in the bulletin, and I'm a little nervous because, um, yeah. I didn't plan this earlier. (laughs) This kind of happened about six minutes ago. I looked over at Art and said, I think God's changing the sermon this morning. Uh, So if you're a little nervous, don't you worry about it. There's no reason for you to be nervous. I'm nervous enough for all of us right now. (coughs) By the way, this is the second time y'all have done this to me. Last week we at least planned it and I changed the sermon plan this week. Well, we had the beautiful baptism this morning. And Kinsley, Kinsley's my, my buddy. Um, she was the first hug that I received when I got appointed to Bluff Park. She came up to me like she had known me forever and just gave me a big old hug. And ever since then, every Sunday I see Kinsley and every Sunday Kinsley has to come to me. So now what Marcy was pointing and talking about when Kinsley was kind of getting, I was, ooh, she, she, she's normally not fussy. And she mouths to me, she's wanting to get to you. And so when they came up for baptism, it was all over. I'm standing there, she's standing there, so she's going to come to me because that's just what we do. And I promised her and told her, and I reminded you that her family just got a whole lot bigger, right? And that she doesn't have to do life alone. And in fact, in our baptism liturgy, you make a promise. You make a promise to every child, to every family, to whoever, that they don't have to do this thing alone, right? That we're with them. And the promise is also to you as well. You don't have to do this thing alone. That promise comes from Christ, that we don't do life alone. Now the problem is, we try to. We don't want to be a burden to anybody. You know, one of the hardest phrases for anybody to say is, I need help. One of the hardest things to do is to ask somebody else for help. But guys, we promise that with each other. You're not asking for help. You're simply letting us know where we can come along with you and live into a promise that we have made. Because every single one of us from time to time doesn't have it all together. Every single one of us from time to time needs a little help. Every single one of us from time to time needs needs someone to be there with us. And the amazing thing is, is that when we actually start opening up and sharing this stuff, 
and quit trying to pretend like we've got it all together, you know, like we do on Sunday mornings. I mean, let's face it, we do on Sunday mornings. You, you could have stumped your toe last night, broke it, said ugly words, got up this morning, kicked the dog, stepped on the cat, car's halfway out of gas, your spouse was being dumb this morning. I mean, because we love our spouses, but you know, if you've been married for a while, they can be dumb sometimes. And that goes both ways, let me tell you. Not, just don't look at Melissa and be like, bless your heart, we know. Yes, 90% of the time she's having to deal with me, but 10% of the time she goes nuts. Okay, I'm just saying. There are times that by the time I have gotten to church on Sunday morning, I need Jesus more than anybody else because I've done yelled at everybody in the house because I have a preteen and a teenager. You know what I'm talking about. Yet, when we walk in the doors of the church, someone greets us and says, good morning, how are you? And what do we say? I'm fine. This should be a place where no matter what's going on in our lives, we should be able to share it. Because somebody sitting here knows what we're going through because they've been through it before themselves. They've got the scars. And I got news for you. People who are wounded, listen to people who have scars. They know what it's like. Christ Jesus, in this passage that we have shared, is in the upper room with his disciples. All of the gospels tell us that Jesus is in the upper room and they tell us about him instituting the sacrament of Holy Communion, but only the gospel of John tells us what they talked about in the upper room. That they didn't just pop in, eat dinner real quick, here's the bread, here's the cup, and go on. That they actually spent hours, several hours, going through the Seder meal. And that there was conversation and that Jesus has instructed them that he is going to be betrayed by one of them, that he is going to be arrested, that he's going to be beaten, that he's going to be crucified, and he's going to be killed. And then he tells them, hey, don't worry, because in three days, I'm going to be resurrected. I'm going to rise again. I'm coming back. And the disciples just cannot wrap their minds around this. This is a huge thing that is going on. And they're asking a bunch of questions, and they're trying to put everything together, and they just can't quite get it all figured out. And he has told them not to worry, just to believe in God and believe in him, that in his father's house there are many mansions, and that he will go and prepare a place for them. And if he goes and prepare a place for them, he will come again when it is time to take them himself to be with him forever. And then he has gone on from that to tell them that if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. But I'm still making a promise to you. I'm not leaving you abandoned. I'm not leaving you orphaned. The Holy Spirit, the advocate, will come and will indwell with you. Not just, hey, float around in the ethereal sense. Not just be something that you can go and find, but that the Holy Spirit of God will live in you. And just like Christ is in the Father and the Father is in Him, He is in us through the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, so we will never be alone. And that this Holy Spirit, this goes a little further than what we read, 
But this Holy Spirit is going to do something amazing. This Holy Spirit is going to work in the lives of other people. And this same Holy Spirit is going to do something called the church. Where it births us and brings us together. I got asked last week in confirmation if we had to come to church. And I said, no, we don't have to come to church. We get to come to church. And I know that there are folks worshiping online, and I am so glad that you are worshiping online, but I need you to understand, I cannot recreate for you online what we experience when we are in person together. Because when we are in person together, we're looking into each other's eyes. You walk in the door and I know you and I say, hey, how are you doing? And you say, I'm fine. And I look at you and say, I don't think so. Let's go have a cup of coffee real quick. Because you just can't quite fake it in front of your family, can you? You ever tried to, you ever tried to lie to your mama? How did that work? I tried. I was really dumb. I tried multiple times. Never did work. Even when I thought it worked, she was just playing along with it, giving me enough rope, so to speak. Well, you see, no matter how old you are, just like Kinsley, you've got extra mamas and daddies and grandmamas and granddaddies and aunts and uncles and cousins and brothers and sisters all through this place. So you've got the Holy Spirit of God that is dwelling within you in the very real presence of God that is in your life, and you are given through that same spirit the gift of a church family that does life with you no matter what, that will not give up on you even when you want to give up on yourself, that will not kick you to the curb no matter what's going on, that welcomes you no matter where you find yourself. And you know what? Sometimes we need to be reminded of that. That's why we're here. We worship God and we praise God because of the many blessings and the grace that God pours out upon us. But one of the blessings of God and one of the proof of the grace of God is look around. We're not alone. God is with us. We have each other. And we're doing something amazing. We are being sent out into the world in that same spirit, in the same name of Jesus Christ, to let other people know they're not alone and that they're a part of this and inviting them to be something more, all through Jesus Christ our Lord. You're not orphaned. You're not forgotten. You're not unseen. People care about you. There is very few things that I will stand in the pulpit and say, this is who we're going to be. Forgive me for being authoritative, but this is one of my non-negotiables. At Bluff Park, we will know you, we will love you, and we will surround you with a family. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what you've done, we will know you, we will love you, and we will surround you with a family. Because Christ Jesus gave himself for us, 
and made a promise to us on the night before he was facing everything. You're not going to be orphaned because I'm going to be with you. And that same Holy Spirit that he gave to us has brought us all together. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, be reminded you are not alone. Amen. Hello, my name is Kevin Payne and I'm the senior pastor here at Bluff Park United Methodist Church. Thank you for joining with us in our podcast of our worship celebration, the sermon this past week. I pray that you found it a blessing and that it enriched your life. If you are ever in our area and would like to join with us in person, we are located at 733 Valley Street here in Hoover, Alabama. Our service time is 10 a.m. and we would love to meet you. I pray you have a blessed week and hope to see you soon. Bye now.